Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. Our Christian life is the life of faith. The Bible says that we walk by faith, not by sight. Many times we try to follow our feelings and what we see, what we can touch and feel. But in fact, as a believer, we walk by faith. Because we don't see God, but we believe in God. Therefore, to walk with God requires faith. And tonight I want to talk about the third part of the Trinity, the Holy Spirit. How many people believe that the Holy Spirit lives on the inside of you? How many people believe that the Holy Spirit is real? Not just a kind of concept, but He is real. I know the Holy Spirit is real to me. No question about it. If you come to tell me right now the Holy Spirit is not real, it's too late. I know He is so real. And the Holy Spirit is called in the Bible many, many names, many titles, according to different ministry that He performed in our life or on this earth. And one of the name of the Holy Spirit we call the wind of God. So in this teaching, I'm going to emphasize that aspect, the wind of God or the breath of the Almighty. Thank God for the wind of God, the Holy Spirit who lives on the inside of us, that He guides us, He leads us, He moves us. If without Him, we would make a lot of mistakes in life. But thank God for the Holy Spirit. We should appreciate the Holy Spirit. And we should appropriate the ministry of the Holy Spirit in our life. I would like to train our members here to really walk close to the Holy Spirit, know the Holy Spirit, and work with the Holy Spirit 24 hours a day. And seven days a week, we should be able to walk with him and fellowship with him all the time. In Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 2, the Holy Spirit was mentioned even in the first book of the Bible and the first two verses here. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. When the Holy Spirit was moving, the chaos, the darkness turned around into order. Now we can see the earth is so full of order. Beautiful flowers, animals, trees, because the Holy Spirit was moving upon the darkness and He changed, He's so powerful. 
The breath of God is the spirit of order. He brings order out of chaos. The spirit of God is the spirit of creation. He created the heavens and the earth. He created Adam and Eve, animals and all kind of fish and all kind of animal and trees. He is the spirit of creation. When I talk like this, okay, I want to emphasize one more time: we are not just talking theory here. I don't want just having hate knowledge decorate your brain with the hate knowledge. I want you to be the kind of Christian that really apply what you learn in your own life on earth here. In other words, he can bring order into your life. He can bring life, creation. He can make a new heart for you. He can create a new liver for you. He is a god of creation. He is the god of knowing. He knows everything. The Holy Spirit knows everything. He's a god of perception. He helps us to perceive. He is the god of direction. He will guide us, show us what to do, what to say, where to go. He is the spirit of quickening and revival and renewal. He can come and revive you, renew you, and quicken you. Give life. To your body, he is the spirit of joy. He can give you joy. In the camp next year, year 2018, I will start to talk about the joy of the Lord. Going to be 10 lesson, maybe about 20 sermon talking about the joy of the Lord that come from the Holy Spirit. He is the spirit of holiness. He never sins. He never does anything wrong. He will bring holiness to your life. Bring righteousness. And the more the Holy Spirit in you, you will hate sin even more and more, and you will love to do righteous and holy thing. He's the Spirit of power. He ignites things to happen. Wow! The many things that the Holy Spirit can do in our life. We can learn from the time of creation that before God spoke things into existence, and before God. Really created Adam and Eve by speaking. Do you know that God created things by speaking? He spoke by faith. Before the Father spoke, what happened? The Holy Spirit was hovering. This is the principle. Listen carefully. In order to hear from God, we need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need the Holy Spirit to show up. If you want to hear from God, what I need to do in this situation, what should I say to my teenagers, what should I really do in this business deal, whatever you want to hear from God, you welcome the presence of the Holy Spirit. If you want to hear prophetic words, you need the presence of the Holy Spirit. God's Spirit shows up, then the Father speaks, and when He speaks. Great thing happen because he speak with power. How many people love the presence of the Holy Spirit? We should live this kind of lifestyle. Everywhere we go, we want to welcome, we want to ignite, we want to stir up the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit in that situation, and miracle shall happen. The word from God shall come to us. We're going to get direction. Life healing 
power, all kind of good things come from the Holy Spirit. That's why the church should teach the members more of the Holy Spirit because He is everything for our life. He is everything that we need in our life. We need the presence of the Holy Spirit. I love the Holy Spirit. I love the tangible presence of the Holy Spirit in my life. Amen. The Holy Spirit is so awesome. When we speak, what happened? We get air out of our lungs, and the air goes through our vocal cord and come through our mouth. We move our lips; the vocal cord moves, and the air that come out produce voice, produce word. As our breath produce voices, produce the word. The same thing: the breath of the Almighty, the Spirit of God, carries the voice of God. If you want to hear what the Father says, who you should hook up to, the Holy Spirit, because He carries the voice of the Almighty. It's the outbreathing of the Father, and you can hear the voice. Let me read the scripture. This is not my own idea. In 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verses 6 to 16, however, we speak wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the ages for our glory, which none of the rulers of this age knew. For had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. But as it is written, I has not seen, eyes of the people in the world has not seen, nor ear heard. The people who don't know God, their ear has not heard the things of God, nor have entered into the heart of man. The things which God has prepared for those who loved Him. How many people love God in this room? God prepared the knowledge, the wisdom, the mystery, the secret of God to show to our eyes, to show to our ear, to let us hear and to show into our heart. But God has revealed them to us through His Spirit who brings the wisdom the mystery, the knowledge of God to our heart, to our eyes, to our ear, the Holy Spirit. For the Spirit searches all things, yes, even the deep things of God. I like to have more understanding of the deep things of God because the more wisdom, the more understanding I have in this world, the more successful and the more victorious I will be. For what man knows the things of a man except the spirit of the man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the spirit of God. Now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. These things we also speak, not in words which man wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Spirit teaches. How many people believe the Holy Spirit can teach us, can reveal the mystery to us? Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. 
But the natural man does not receive the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. Nor can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he who is spiritual, I hope that you are spiritual. You are walking with the Spirit. You are spiritual people. Judges all things, yet he himself is rightly judged by no one. For who has known the mind of the Lord, that he may instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. If you have the mind of Christ, you will walk like him. And who helped you to have the mind of Christ? The Holy Spirit. He showed you what God the Father thinks, what is in His mind. Amen? So we need the presence of the Holy Spirit. We need to learn how to hook up to Him, check with Him, listen to Him, let Him guide us, let Him show us what's going on, let Him give us the mystery, everything in our life, even how I can perform the surgery. I listen to the Holy Spirit. When I look at the MRI of somebody's brain, when I talk to my patients, I listen to the Holy Spirit. He guides me. He shows me what to do in each situation. Amen? Amen? That's why many times I make the right diagnosis for my patients. Sometimes patients run around the whole city, could not find the diagnosis. When they show up in my office, within five minutes, I get the diagnosis and treat the right thing. If you don't know the diagnosis, you don't know the disease, you cannot treat the right thing, then the patient suffer. So you need the mystery from heaven to tell you what's going on with this person. Amen? We need the help of the Holy Spirit in our life. Amen? So the Holy Spirit can bring the message from heaven to us. But not only that, the Holy Spirit can work in us. Not only the breath of God will bring the voice of God, but the breath of God can bring life to us. In Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, Then God said, Let us make man in our image. God said, God created man and animal, everything by speaking. According to our likeness, let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the, all the earth and over every creeping things that creeps on the earth. That is Genesis 1.26. The father formed man out of the dust. But when he finished forming the man out of the dust, the man still not alive. No breathing. The heart is not beating yet. No circulation. He was, he was formed from the dust. How God made the man named Adam alive to become a living person. Let's look at Genesis chapter 2, verse 7. The Bible says, He breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living being. Amen. How God made Adam, who came from the dust, to be a living, speaking man who can move around, run, walk, think, study, do anything by breathing the breath of life into him. 
Now we're going to look together. What does it mean when the Bible say that the breath of life, who make Adam become a living person? In other words, who gave Adam life? Look at the scripture together. Job chapter 33, verse 4. The Spirit of God has made me. The Spirit of God created human being. And the breath of the Almighty, which means the same thing, the Holy Spirit, gives me life. Who gives Adam life? The breath of the Almighty, which is the Holy Spirit. The Spirit gives man's life. In John chapter 20, verse 22, I want to link all the scripture together to show you that the breath of the Almighty, the wind of God, means the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit gives life to people. And He still can give life to you today. Your lungs may be unhealthy, maybe your eyes unhealthy. The Holy Spirit can touch your eyes and give life to your vision. He can give life to your chest to make your lungs clear and get healed completely because he is the spirit of life. John chapter 20, verse 22. And when he had said this, he means Jesus, he breathed on them and said to them, received the Holy Spirit. So when the Lord Jesus breathed on the apostle and the disciple. What is the next sentence? He said, receive the Holy Spirit. Jesus tried to say that the breath of God is the Spirit of God. When Adam opened his eyes, his heart started to beat. His circulation started to move. His lungs expand. His body become alive. At that second, who he got touched first, not the Father. He got touched by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit moved into him and moved in him and moved around him. I understand how he felt because on Monday night when the Holy Spirit touched me, whew, it's like the whole body, Amen. something on me. I feel shaking. I feel the heat on my body. And then I laugh and laugh in the Holy Ghost for a long time, for maybe almost 45 minutes. And the Holy Spirit just stay on me. I feel the Holy Spirit is working in me, through me, everywhere. So I keep asking God, give me more power. Give me more anointing. God, I want to be more effective for you. He give me life. He give me so much energy that night. Amen? So, Adam experienced the moving of the breath of God when he became a living man. In this same principle, if you want to give salvation to people, listen carefully, how to get people saved? The same principle. People who don't know God, they are spiritually dead. They don't know God. They are spiritually dead. We as believers, we are spiritually alive. We have life with God because we have the Holy Spirit. So the same principle with creation and the same principle that happened to Adam. Number one, 
you must carry the strong presence of the Holy Spirit. You must seek the anointing in order to get people saved. Because when the Holy Spirit is in you, the Lord, the Father can speak through you the gospel or whatever you say. And then the Holy Spirit moves to convict, to draw the unbelievers to the gospel, to the Lord Jesus Christ. You don't save anybody. You cannot save anybody. Only the Holy Spirit can save people. So in order to be great evangelists, you need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. You need to listen to the voice of the Father through the Holy Spirit. And whatever He says, you speak. And you believe that the Spirit of God in you move and touch the heart of the listener. And they get saved. Same principle. You speak the Word of God. And the Spirit of God moves to give life to the spirit of that man or that woman. And he becomes born again. He repents and receives Jesus Christ. Amen? So, you see, everything we do, the more we study the Word of God, we can see everything we do, we should depend on the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is for everything in our life. Witnessing, healing, hearing the direction from God, everything comes from the Holy Spirit. That's why if I am a new believer, I'm going to look for a church to be my home church, the church that the pastor really welcomes the Holy Spirit. And the pastor loved to bring the Holy Spirit to the congregation. Not just preaching on Sunday, five minutes, and then everyone go home. No, the Holy Spirit needs to move. In order to bring life, brings many good things to the membership. We need to welcome the Holy Spirit. Isaiah 42, verse 5. Thus say God, the Lord, who created the heavens and stretched them out. If you are a scientist, you know that how big the universe, how many galaxies out there. So big. No one even knows where is the end of galaxy and the universe. No one knows. So big the universe. God said he created the heavens and stretched them out so big. God is so big. Who spread forth the earth and that which comes from it. Who gives breath to people on it and spirit to those who walk on it. Wow, this scripture say that the reason you and I can still breathe now, we still have physical life now. As a doctor, maybe I explain physiology to you a little bit. Physiology. We have lungs and the brain in the area called medulla. Tell your lungs to move the chest. The muscle in your chest move to get air in so that the air will give oxygen to your heart and the oxygen will go all over the body to feed yourself. You can miss glucose. Lately, I uh, do a little bit of fasting in the morning. I promise myself I will not eat breakfast. I will abstain from any uh, carbohydrate in the morning because I don't want to gain weight too much. I feel that I gain too much weight right now. (laughs) 
So I abstain from carbohydrate in the morning. I just drink water in the morning. I can miss glucose for 18 hours, no problem. But I cannot miss oxygen for more than five minutes. So lung function is so important to get oxygen to your brain, to your heart, to your body. You are alive because you breathe. Whenever you stop breathing, if somebody put some pillow on your face and push on you and you cannot breathe, within five minutes, your brain is dead and you die. So you need oxygen badly. So breathing helps you to survive. You become alive. So physically, who gives breath or breathing to human beings? According to Isaiah 42 verse 5, the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit makes you alive right now. You can still breathe. It keeps your brain function. But who gives you also spiritual life or spirit? The Holy Spirit. So the Holy Spirit gives human beings two things, physical life, breathing, and gives you the spirit. Let me read one more time. Okay. Who gives breath to people on it and spirit to those who walk on it? The Spirit of God gave us breath, the breathing, and also spirit on the inside of us. Zechariah chapter 12, verse 1. The burden of the word of the Lord against Israel. Thus says the Lord, who stretches out the heavens, lays the foundation of the earth, and forms the spirit of man within him. God formed the spirit in you. In fact, think about this. You don't own anything. Everyone say, I don't own anything. Think about this. You don't own anything. God gives you the body. God gives you the spirit. God gives you breathing. The money you have right now, you will not have if you don't breathe. If you die, or gone. You cannot take even one penny with you. If you can come to this realization, everything in me comes from God. I'm going to live. I'm going to use my body, use my life for the kingdom of God. I'm not going to live for this world. I'm going to live for God because everything in my life comes from the Lord. Amen? So everyone say, the Spirit gives me life. The Spirit creates my spirit. The Spirit makes me know things. Show me the mystery of God. That is not the end. Psalm 104, 29 to 30. Psalm 104, 29 to 30. You hide your faith. They are troubled. Oh, I don't want God to hide his face from me. I want God to smile at me. I want he to lift up his countenance upon me and show his face upon me and look at me and say, I like you, I like you, I loved you. I want God to look at me and help me. If God hides his face from me, I'm in trouble. I don't want God to turn his face away from me. I want him to turn his face toward me. That's why I want to live a life to please God. You take away their breath and they die and return to their dust. If God take away our breath, we die because lack of oxygen to the brain, brain death, died. You send forth. So in other words, we are still alive today because God allowed us to live right now. If God take the breath out, we die. 
We still alive now because God allowed us to still walk on earth right now. You send forth your spirit. They are created. And, listen carefully, you renew the face of the earth. Beside giving life to things on earth, God also renew or revive or sustain or refresh us. How many people work all day and by 10 p.m.? Sometimes you feel like, oh, I need to go to bed. I'm tired. How many people get exhausted before? Raise your hand up. You never get exhausted? I don't see you. You raise your hand. Have you got exhausted? Have you been tired? Yeah. So our body needs to be refreshed. Is that right? We need the renewal, the revival, the refresh. And so that's why I love revival because not only our body needs to be refreshed by the Holy Spirit, but our spirit needs to be, re- be refreshed too. Our spirit, our, our mind, everything needs to be renewed all the time by the Spirit of God. My marriage needs to be renewed too, needs to be refreshed by the Spirit of God. I let the Holy Spirit come into my life to renew and to sustain my physical life, my financial life, my ministry, my practice, medical practice. He helped my mind, my body. When I start to get depressed, he renew me and I laugh again. I enjoy life again. He says, forget about this. Okay, I'm going to move on and laugh about this. I'm not going to be depressed. Amen. He renewed me. He refreshed me all the time. Let the Holy Spirit come to renewed relationship all the time. Amen? Job chapter 27, verse 3. As long as my breath is in me, and the breath of God in my nostril. So not only God gave Adam and Eve the first breath. Ah, I become alive now. After that, who renew, who sustain the breathing and the heart pumping and the vessel go all over the body and the brain still working? Who renew, who sustain life? The Holy Spirit. Wow, if you understand all these things, you will love to be touched by the Holy Spirit. You will love to be filled by the Holy Spirit. You will not reject the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. During God's sixth day of creation project, during the first six days, God, there was no conflict, there was no turmoil, chaos, or anything wrong on the earth. Because sin did not enter the earth. In that phase of creation for six days, every day by the end of the day, God said, it was good. Everyone say, it was good. Because at that time, no turmoil, no breaking pieces, no problem. Our God is perfect. When he created Adam and Eve and he created animals and trees and everything, it was so perfect. It was so good to the point that he cannot stop saying. He's, he looked and he said, it's good. It's so good because it was really good. He said, he expressed it, he confessed it. It was so good. Amen. Everyone say, my God is perfect. My God is so organized. 
Okay, now come back to us. What we're gonna do with the perfection of God, with the creation of God like this? Our God is perfect. Therefore, as a Christian, in order to follow the Holy Spirit, we need to shoot for excellence. I'm not saying perfection because we cannot be perfect. We are human being. We can excel. In order to excel in everything we do, whether family life, ministry, work, service like this, care group, leading worship, do anything, in order to excel, we need to plan, have a detailed plan. We need to organize. We are a good steward and we honor God when we organize and plan very well. If we don't plan, we don't organize, we are not a good steward of time and energy. If you don't plan, you're going to waste some money away. You're going to waste your time away. You need to be a good steward. So you plan everything. Even in the secular world, they plan everything. How about Christians? I'll give you an example. When I get to the operating room, we know the step. The nurse already checked the blood. Put the history in. Done. Plan. Then I come in to side on the area of the surgery. If I cannot operate on the right hand, I side the right hand. They don't want me to operate on the left hand. So I need to side that. Plan. Then the patient needs to sign the consent. After the consent is done, next, the anesthesiologist walk in, talk. Then roll into the operating room. Everyone, I will put the x-ray up. Plan. All detail, organized plan so that the surgery will be successful. No mistake, no complication, no death. Don't cut the wrong hand. Don't open the wrong side of the brain. Everything well planned and organized. Can we do that in other aspects of life? Should we have financial planning? Should we plan, like I'm going to preach tonight, I plan what I'm going to preach. I study the scripture and I plan ahead of time. Yes, we should plan and we should excel in everything to do. We honor God by excelling things, by doing the best for God. But after we plan and we step out to do things, what is the next step? We follow the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit begins to lead us. We don't put the Holy Spirit in the box. We let Him be planned, but in that plan and organization, let the Holy Spirit move inside. It's organized because our God is a God of order. But we don't love We don't go by paper. We go by the Holy Spirit. Once I grab the knife to cut on the skin, I start to follow the Holy Spirit. What to do next? What is next? What is next? What is next? I follow the Holy Spirit. Plan, but follow the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will guide us. Guide us. Our God, the Holy Spirit, is described in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, how many people know what kind of spirit he is in the First Corinthians chapter 12? What does it say in the First Corinthians chapter 12? It says about the gifts or the power. Amen. Everyone say the spirit, the spirit. Has, the power. has the power. How about First Corinthians chapter 13? 
What is that? The spirit of love. How about the First Corinthians chapter 14? Order. Exactly. So when you want to move with the Holy Spirit, if you want the Holy Spirit to work with you, number one, you need to love. You need to minister in love. I promise God I will never lie to the patient to get money. In fact, just happened today. One patient showed up. The doctor sent to me from North Seattle. Said that you need to see Dr. Lau. He will put the paddle into your, on your spinal cord to kill the pain in your back. And he can do that for you. When I interview my patient, after I talk for a while, I can just ignore what I see and follow that plan. I get money to put paddle in somebody's back. Oh, good pay. But after I talk, I find out that he doesn't need the paddle. He needs something else. The diagnosis was wrong. So I told my patient, by the leading of the Holy Spirit, even though I plan, I look at the x-ray, I interview, I go by the plan and the organization of being a doctor. But at the end, the Holy Spirit told me, don't cut on this man. He doesn't need you. I would not lie to him for money because I need to love my patient. I need to love him like my own relative. Two, power. Love, power, and order. If you want to work with the Holy Spirit, you need to have these three things in your life. You need to love people. Do you love people? Two, do you depend on His power? Are you going to depend on yourself? Three, are you doing everything in order? There is order in the church. There is order in the family. There is order in the business, in the workplace. Everything, there is order. Our God, the Holy Spirit, is a God of order. If you want to cooperate with the Holy Spirit, you need to flow in love, in His power, and in His order. And He's going to work with you, and great things are going to happen. People who come into contact with you are going to be blessed, going to be healed. Your business is going to be prosperous. God is going to guide you and lead you help you to be successful, to be victorious in life and have a su- supernatural breakthroughs because the Spirit of God is there for you to help you, to guide you, to lead you, to give life to you, to renew you. Amen? Amen. I noticed that people that I know in my life who really welcome the Holy Spirit tend to look younger than those who don't have the Holy Spirit, tend to be healthier, tend to be stronger because the Holy Spirit gives them life, renew them, revive them, quicken them, give them order, give them power, give them what to do, not what to do, the knowing, the supernatural knowing in here. Don't touch that. You're going to be sick. Don't go there. The car accident is going to happen. The Holy Spirit help those who follow Him and welcome him, check in with him, talk to him, let him guide, let him lead, let him empower and help them. Amen? Amen. After this 
40 minutes of teaching, I hope I'm convinced you how important the Holy Spirit is. Am I convincing you? How many people believe? How many people believe that the Holy Spirit can do all these things to you? How many people say more of the Holy Spirit? How many people say I'm going to yield to the Holy Spirit more than before? How many people say from now on I know I have the Helper? His name is the Holy Spirit. I don't need to live this life on earth by myself. I have Him with me 24/7, all the time. I just learn how to walk with Him. Fellowship with him, listen to him, draw power from him, draw wisdom from him. Let him guide me. Believe, you know. Again, faith is the attitude that will open up what God say in the Bible. You need to have faith in here. Yes, Holy Spirit is in me. Yes, the Holy Spirit keep me alive. Yes, the Holy Spirit renew me. Yes, the Holy Spirit can guide me, can give me wisdom and understanding. Faith will ignite those things in your life. If you don't believe, you get nothing. Let me say one thing. You can get anything from God, not according to what He can do. Even though He can do all things, and nothing is impossible with Him, you can get things from God according. To the level of your faith. Amen. Let me repeat one more time. God can do anything. Nothing is impossible with God. You don't get anything from God because of what He can do. You can get good things from God according to your faith. My prayer tonight, my teaching is not about head knowledge. To go out and teach other people, and to decorate your brain, and you say, "Yeah, I know now what the Holy Spirit is doing." No, 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 no. I believe and I pray the teaching tonight will build your faith, and you will begin to experience what the Holy Spirit can do in your life from today on, more and more and more and more. Amen. Everyone say, "I have faith." I believe. The Holy, Spirit the Holy Spirit is the greater one who lives on the inside of me. He gives me life. He makes me know the things of God, the secret of heaven. He breathes on me so I can be healthy. I can be strong. He sustains me. He renews me, revive me. He quickens me. He make me a person who is organized, who is excellent, who walk in order. He helps me to walk in love. May the Holy Spirit come upon me. May the Father breathe on me every day. I want to walk in the filling of the Holy Spirit. 
every single day. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. How many people have some experiences of what I say here? I have a lot of experiences with the Holy Spirit. Everything that I preach here, I already have experienced. Everything. I know the Holy Spirit is real to me. He gives me strength. He gives me wisdom. He renews my body. He heals my life. He's so good. Amen. How many people say tonight? May the Lord really fill me with the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we're so hungry, Lord. We want to be filled. We want the Holy Spirit to move in me, anoint me, fill me, touch me, work in me, empower me, revive me, quicken me. Empower me. Give me wisdom, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Bless the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless, bless your people tonight, Father. Touch them tonight, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Kun Chao, could you come out here? Nice, Kun Chao. Name of Jesus, Father, healing, healed Joki's body, healed Joki's body, Lord, by the quickening of the Holy Spirit. Feel, feel, 
right now. The Lord is filled. Hallelujah. Nathan, come out. Lord Jesus. Make it come out here. Hallelujah. Feel. Feel. In the name of Jesus. Feel. Feel right now. Feel. To be overcome by your presence, Lord. Holy Spirit, a welcome. Sack, come, this place and feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts Thank you, Lord Jesus. Feel. Filled right now. 
<laughs> Holy Spirit, you are welcome. Come flood this place and feel the atmosphere. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long to be. Your glory, God, is what our hearts long for To be overcome by your presence, Lord Go ahead and laugh, Lord. Go ahead and laugh God give you joy Right now, Amma God give you joy Go ahead and laugh Go ahead and laugh Yeah Your presence, Your presence Feel Right now In Jesus' mighty name Feel <laughs> Hallelujah <laughs> Fire Fire Feel Fire Your presence, Lord, we love. Love your presence. Feel Him, Father. Open your mouth, speak in tongue. God, fill you with the Holy Spirit right now. Open your mouth and speak in tongue. Go ahead to Gorapas Kitariyalaba. Sukhanto Rukhos Kitariyalaba. Hallelujah. Dokel. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If you want to be prayed for, come out. Hallelujah. Fire. 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 Speak out loud. 
You get the Holy Spirit tonight. Speak out loud. You feel with the Holy Spirit right now. Filled right now. Fire. Filled. Filled. Filled right now. Fire. Fire. Filled right now. The Holy Spirit. Your holy presence, filled, right now. Fire, fire. This is my daily bread. Fire, fire. This is my daily. Your very word. <laughs>